Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Morell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. Well, hello everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Empower to Empower Others. I am so grateful that you are with us on today with this segment, Have You Ever Questioned God? Now, you're going to say off the bat, yes, I have. Yes, I, Valerie, yes, I have questioned God. Was I in my right mind when I questioned God? Did I regret questioning God? Did I get an answer from God when I questioned him? Valerie, of course, I've questioned God. And why did you question him? You know, when I think about questioning, questioning God, uh, the first book that I always go to, and there are other accounts, but I always go to Job. I always go to Job because in the book of Job, we see so, so, so many things. We see a book that demonstrates that a sovereign, righteous God is sufficient and trustworthy for every situation in the world, but he can also deal with an individual to get them to open up their eyes to see some truth. What you say? Yeah. Sometimes. Because you are the righteousness of God. Because God sees you in a certain way, you'll have to endure some things for God to show you the truth about who you are. And that's where I am today. Much like me, we are in a certain place where things have happened, we're feeling some kind of way. Um Challenges are happening around us, and we're saying, God, what's going on? I mean, there have been times that I believe that some of us have been tempted to accuse God of being negligent, right? We serve a God that says he loves us, he protects us, he'll take care of us. But things happen, and we're saying, God, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to my family? Why? this happening. So today I just want to take some time in dialogue. I am grateful for our callers who are on the line. Please press one and join the conversation. I'd really like to hear your thoughts. For those in the chat room, if you have questions and type them, I'll get to them as I can. But tonight we really want to discuss. Get some clarity on have you ever questioned God? Again, for those who are in the call queue, if you press 1 and come into the call, I'd really appreciate it. In Job chapter 6, 14, it reads this way. From him that is thinking kindness is meet from his friend, or he forsaketh the fear of the Almighty. This is one of the accounts where Job was dealing with friends, because, you know, his friends weren't too cool with how things were going. Verse 9, it reads, Turn, I pray you, let there be no wrong, yea, 
return again, my righteous shall be in it. And again, we're perplexed sometimes. We don't understand God's plan for our lives. And we question why things are happening. As I looked at the book, Job, and I looked through the commentary and some of the things that it shared about this book and the importance of it, it says a major portion of the book, Job, discussion revolves around the conduct that reflects correct ethical values. Job is introduced as a man of character, blameless. But Job still questioned God. What? He was blameless, you know. Yet he still questioned God. Thank you for letting me know that. Um, and That volume is better. Let me know if it is, please. But it said that God testified to his goodness, that he was blameless, and he was consistent. Amen. It also said that Job's righteousness was the central issue in his situation. Yet he wondered how he could convince God of this. All three of Job's friends condemned Job's attitude of self-righteousness. But Job wanted justice in his situation, y'all. He wanted answers as to why is this happening to me. And it's amazing. We can go through things in life. And the people closest to us, even as Job's wife did, you know, just for God and die. Like, why are you even going through this? You were a matriarch, a patriarch. You had everything. You had land. You had cattle. You had, sl- you had everything. And little by little, think that all of this is being done because you are the righteousness of God. What is God thinking? What is God thinking? Have you ever been there? Husband, have you ever been there? My husband certainly He's there And we all have Minister Bobby Welcome to the show Thank you Glad to be here Amen Your thoughts You was asking a question about how we ask a question, God. Time. Yes. <laughs> how many right. times, you know? I mean, how many yeah. times in a day? Um, but you brought out something about Job. Job, Job was an upright man, but he still questioned God, you know, because a lot of times people make you think that you're wrong by asking God, you know, um, why. Yeah, you know you don't ask God why, um, but who better else to ask? But God, right? Who has the answers but God? Yeah, absolutely. He has every answer, every answer. Yeah, and I think you can ask mom. No, I was gonna say you can ask Mama, the pastor, your friends. They can't answer answer it for you. They making hit. They can hit and miss. But not they can't answer it like God can. 
excellent. Dance. I think the the thing that we don't want to accept is that often when we're in those places and places where we've done all that we know to do, according to our own understanding, let me take that back, according to the understanding we receive from Holy Spirit, because the Word tells us to lean not to our own understanding, but acknowledge Him in all our ways and allow Him to direct our path. When we are allowing Him to direct our path, and we still find ourselves in a place where we're being, we're, we're off, like something is just not clicking. It doesn't seem like things are coming together. It's often in those very moments God is preparing us for what's to come. And I, I look at this account of Job, I think of my own life, some of the things that I had to go through where I lost things, right? I've lost jobs. I've lost cars. I've lost homes. But I'm reminded that the word says that you'll never see the right forsaken nor his begging bread. I never had to be for anything. I was never forsaken. I always had everything that I needed. It may not have come the way I desired it, but I always had everything that I need. And at this day, in this stage of my life, I am well. And so there were days that I did, I questioned God, God, why is this going Why is this happening to me? And he said, just hold on. If you are the righteousness of God, and if you're seeking first the kingdom that Matthew 63 tells us about, first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, really realizing that all things will be added unto you, we can endure. Hopefully, we can endure like good soldiers, even after questioning God to hear what the response is that he has for us. Because often I think, Sabbath, we question God, but we don't even want to keep still long enough to get the answer that God has for us. Would you agree? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We really don't always want to hear what God has to say. And so we find ourselves, we find ourselves feeling off. And I don't know, I think about our children. You know, when our children want something, things have not gone their way. And they question why we made a decision. I, I would look at so much, and you know, the kids are like, I'm going. Not mom or dad, can I go? They come and say, I'm going. The parents know you I'm getting ready to take the car. Not my dad cannot take the car. They're not asking for anything. They're just feeling entitled and start telling you what to do, what they're going to do. And your response is no, that's not happening. No, you're not going to do that. And then they have the audacity to say why. Lord have mercy. They say why. I couldn't ask that question when I was coming up. I couldn't ask that question. Why? I couldn't ask my mama why. Um, that would have yielded something different. But uh, they're asking the question, why? And I think it is much like with us that we don't get our way. And we think God should do it. Then we ask God, why? The beautiful thing is that after all the accounts that Job went through, him questioning God, him dealing with having everything, losing everything. Him having, uh, you know, his wife turn against 
victim, him having his friends, you know, not say well things concerning him. Job came to his senses at the end in Job 42. And it said, then Job answered the Lord in verse 1 and said, I know that thou canst do canst do everything and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Therefore I have uttered that I understand not. Things too wonderful for me, which I do not. Here I beseech thee, and I will speak. I will demand of thee, and declare thou unto me. I have heard of thee by the hearing of thy ear, but now mine eye seeth thee. He's coming to his senses, y'all. He's repenting because he's realizing I was questioning God, and God was pleased with me because I didn't understand the process that God was taking me through. But now I'm understanding a little bit differently. Verse 7 says, And it was so, after the Lord had spoken these words unto Job, the Lord said, Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. Two friends, for you have not spoken of me the things that is right, as my son Job did. He had to bring some correction to his buddy, right? But he said, Job spoke the right things. Even though he was questioning me, even though he had concerns because he didn't understand what was going on, he still kept faith. He still understood that something. Something, something has got to happen. Something has got to change. Let me, let me, let me rethink this before I speak another word. God bless you, Pastor Linda. Thank you for being in the room. Coming to the conversation, if you're late. The Lord bless Job. Chapter forty-two, verse twelve says, "The Lord bless the latter end of Job more than." his beginning. For he had 15,000 sheep and 6,000 cows and 1,000 yoke oxen and 1,000 sheep asses. He also he had also seven sons and three daughters. And he called the name of the first Jemaah, the name of the second Keziah, and the name of the third I'm not going to mess her name up. And in all the land were no women found fair as the daughter of Job, their father gave them an inheritance of their brethren. Our faithfulness is rewarded even when we don't understand. Even when we're in a space and place where we're doing the things that God desires of us, we are being the righteousness, bring to his precepts and his principles. We're living upright with everything that we have in us. There will still come days that dark clouds are going to come, the trouble's going to knock at the door, the phone is going to ring, you're going to get an email, you're going to get a text. Something is going to show up that they jar you and you say, oh God, what is this? The message that God wants to give to us today is when those things show up in your faith, keep trusting me, keep speaking the word of God. Keep trusting, keep speaking the word of God. 
Don't get distracted by anything that the enemy would throw at you. Because the enemy was looking for somebody. God said, have you considered my servant Job? Have you considered Job? He's upright. The same thing that he may say, have you considered Bobby? Have you considered Angela? Have you considered Tori? Have you considered Linda? Have you considered Benny? Have you considered them? Have you considered them as upright servants, as those doing the will of the Father? And because he sees what's in you and knows how to handle situations that may, may be confronted with, you might get dealt some things. Oh. You might feel some kind of way. You might say, God is going on. But I want you to be assured today that, as Bobby said, there's never anyone that can answer us better than God. You can go to your pastor. You can go to your bishop. You can go to your apostle. You can go to your husband. You can go to your wife. But nobody's going to answer you better than God. The word lets us know that he's Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is all wise, all knowing God. Nothing escaped him. And so I want to know that tonight, if you say, yes, I've questioned God, it didn't get the response that you needed. You didn't get the clarity that you're seeking. Have a conversation with God again. Go to him in prayer. Seek his face. Ask what you will and let him respond to you. Stay still. Longer to receive what it is he needs to say to you. Because often we're out of alignment, my brothers and sisters. Often we question God because we're not in our right space and place. And sometimes he has to answer us and he has to correct us to realign us according to his plan. That's okay too. Because I have to know that he remains faithful to what it is that God is saying to you, faithful to what it is God is instructing you to do. Like Job, you'll be rewarded too. And it may not come to you and, and cattle and all that other stuff, but it'll come. It'll come in the way that you need it most. It'll come in the way that God knows you need it most. It will come. But the key to this for me and the times that I've questioned God is being patient and waiting on him. And I think I said this last week, maybe about waiting on God. It doesn't mean that you sit down with your hands. It means that you serve him. You serve him. You incline your ear to what the spirit of God has to say, and you serve him diligently, seeing him in all your ways, so that you can position yourself to receive what he has for you. And in an answer, so that you can move forward. I know that there's often times that I've gotten some instructions from God and I would begin to move without getting clarity, without getting the full instruction. And then I would get a certain place in the move and I would, I would trip, I would do something. And I said, well, God, you told me, da, 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 da. And he would say to me, but Valerie, I didn't tell you to move yet. 
I told you where I need you to go, but I didn't tell you to move yet. I told you what I need you to say, but I didn't tell you to speak yet. See, we got to understand. When we're asking God the question, make sure that, that the intent is to get clarity, not to sort of put God on, on blast like you're the judge of the lawyer and he's done an injustice to you. But because you desire to please him, God, what is going on? A lot of people want to blame God for a lot of things that has nothing to do with this hour. It's not God. But at the same time, we accept what it allows. We as a body of Christ, there's some things that we've got to do differently that may aid in people getting more clarity and understanding about happening in this time and season. Think about it. The times that you've questioned God, why do you question him? After you question him, did you get the answer that you needed from God? Did he respond to you? Don't tell me he did. I bet he did. And not a betting woman, but I'm sure that he answered you that you wanted. But it was the truth. And it was what you needed. Listeners, have you ever questioned God? For most of us, the answer is more than once we've questioned God. But one thing to know for sure, that if I question God, he'll answer me. He'll answer me. God, he will. He will answer me. Tell me what I need to see. He'll tell me what I need to do. If I got good sense and you got good sense, we're going to obey him so that we can receive what he has for us. Amen. Pastor Liz, uh, Deacon Angela, Ms. Bobby, any questions, any comments? I have a question. Yes, ma'am. You know, you said that, you know, when we question God, the um, answer. Uh, my question is, why do when he do answer, you know, there's been times that, um, well, let me, that I have asked again, even after he answered. Um, and so why is that? <laughs> you know, Who's that? I asked, <laughs> answered, and then I asked again. I guess, well, maybe I already know the answer. <laughs> oh, see, oh, see, wait a minute, look at that, look at that. <laughs> you already have the answer. Again, because the times that we we want the answer that we want from God, mm-hmm. we have we have in our minds what we want God to respond to us and say. So when we do ask and He answers us, and it's not what we want to hear, that's like with anybody else. We go back and ask Him again. We hope that they'll give us a different answer. God don't change His mind. He is not wishy-washy. He said. He meant it. We accept it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Any other comments on tonight? Amen. Amen. We bless the Lord. I bless the Lord. I'm grateful. I'm 
grateful to serve a God that I can ask questions to. God to Pastor Linda. Blessing, Apostle. This is this is a good one talking about Job and and do you think, um, as the sister was saying, going back and asking him, do we ask him the same thing or are we asking for clarity on the answer we got? You know, because think, oftentimes, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I think sometimes we are asking for clarity, but other times, I believe, because we want God to do something a certain way, we go back and ask him, hope that he's going to say something different. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I guess that could be it. Yeah, and there are absolutely that we want clarity, and we just want clarity all. We want and God to make it plain for us, because only with clarity can we move and know that we're going in the right direction. Mhm. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. We can get clarity, and, and and you know, it's nothing wrong with asking God. I mean, we just have to be ready and prepared for the answer we get. Um, yeah. And he might say, "Look, I'm, I'm not even going to address that with you right now." You know, it could be, it could be that because you know, we he said, "If you lack wisdom, you need to know. Ask, mm-hmm. ask of me." But when we when we die, submit, and obey, when we we go to God, we just believing that He's going to give us the answer that we need because we're trusting Him. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I mean, Job was learning about him. It's like, you know, he asked Job, where were you? In other words, he said, who do you think you are to question me about this situation? But um, I I believe he was trying to work something in Job and through Job. Of course, we know that because Job got, you know, to the place of saying, you know, basically I heard about you, others told me about you, but now I know you for myself. I know you. I've had that personal experience with you and I think that's what God is wanting from us today to have that personal experience with the Lord Jesus Christ Amen Amen. Absolutely It was good, it was good, thank you Thank you Thank you The questions from Mr. Bobby We are It's okay to question God It really is it's okay to get the clarity that you need from God. And you say that, uh, Pastor Linda, commentary, and it says this. Um, the book of Job teaches that even a consistent practice of religion is insufficient without a genuine heart relationship with God. Answer to life's problems and goals lies in proper reverence for him who is perfect in all his being and Man needs not just to confess God, but to surrender everything to Him by letting Him be God in every area of life. A person will find Him sufficient, and I Amen. think that's the bottom line. We don't mm-hmm. don't be wavering, trying to get God to please you. Live the life where you're pleasing God with a genuine heart relationship with him. Trust him with the goal, with the problem, and reverence him. Mm-hmm. So him and let him be God in every area of your life. And he Amen. will show himself be sufficient. And that's the bottom line. And, and, it and is when you know that he has your best interests at heart. 
Yeah. You know, when you know he, we, we we accept him as the fact that he is my Lord, my Savior, my God. I mean, he gave up his throne in heaven for me and making it personal for me. Then I'm I can trust him with my life because I know he loves me more than anyone else could. Amen. And whenever I put myself in that position and I position myself to think that way, then no matter what I hear, what comes my way, I'm believing that God got me. Amen. Amen. Listeners, I hope you've been blessed by this conversation on tonight. We invite you to join us again next week for another segment of Power. Until then, do something every day to empower yourself. And once you've been empowered, responsibility to empower someone else. God bless.